And welcome to the Real Money Show. The number to start investing. You know this one, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Check out the e-store in the top right and how to use your RSP room and other funds to uh, to get into some physical metals as well. want to start the, with this, Darren. Uh, special currently going on right now, an offer, as a matter of fact, with any diamond purchase of $25,000 or more, uh, you will get a free set of diamond studs, compliments of Guildhall diamonds. For instance, if I look at the Guildhall diamonds website, and I go to yellow. You have a beauty up here, for instance. Does this apply? The uh, 1.05 Vivid Yellow Cushion Cut IF. A beauty. John, it's a beautiful oh. diamond. It's a gorgeous uh, example of what we think will be a fantastic way to not only please somebody that you love in your life, but also to make some money. And we're starting the show this week uh, with that because, as you know, you and I were talking off air and you were kind of moonlighting there, doing a little bit of viewing yourself. Yes, so I was. Who I knows, do. Who knows what's going to be happening? But uh, I also heard uh, through the week a mention on uh, some other shows we won't mention, and you talking about Argyle. You like was, that, right? I was pretty excited busting about that. out the knowledge. It was. I was very excited about that, and it's good to hear that people are actually paying attention and and uh, as you know, doing the show with you now for a few years, that's a, that's a big, huge plus for us. So thanks very much. And yes, this is an offer that is extended to December 31st. It includes two beautiful diamond earrings. They're studs, and I'm sure whoever gets these will be extremely pleased. So if you were thinking of finding out more about investing in colored diamonds, this is a total make sense offer because in addition to getting that diamond and perhaps even putting away that diamond, you may not want to have it made into a piece of jewelry, you're going to get the bonus offer, which means somebody's going to get extremely happy. And that's a that's a win-win situation. So we wanted to highlight that before we get into the show this week, and we wanted to make sure everybody knew about that. And uh, that's something that we'll have ongoing now between uh, here and all the way right until uh, December 31st of this cool. year. So that's a fantastic offer. Now, if we switch gears and get into Guild uh, Guildhall as wealth as opposed to Guild Diamonds, yep. we'll get into the discussion of gold and silver. And what we have this week are gold prices sitting now at $1,081.90, while silver is sitting at a comfortable fourteen twenty six. both metals down slightly week over week. And I will start with what I think is probably a piece of pertinent information about where we're heading. There has been weakness, and this week we saw no adjustment or change in the Fed interest rate in the U.S. They met on Wednesday, and of course the news was to keep the interest rates the same, although the appetite for raising those interest rates is growing, and I can guarantee you that the talk right now in the town is that by December 31st, they will have risen rates by one uh, one small 25 basis point jump, which is a quarter of a percentage point. And I think that's the way we're heading. I believe this news is built into the gold and silver market already. And we're going to spend today's show talking a little bit about uh, the headlines versus the realities. And you know, that's one of my favorite topics, John. We spent a great deal of time focused on bringing the truth and the reality of the situation that we're in economy-wise to the folks here that listen to the show, The Real Money Show. So let me get started this week with an article from none other than Peter Schiff, who is CEO of Euro-Pacific Capital. And on Tuesday, he wrote at CNBC.com and went on air discussing a lot about what's happening in the economy right now and urging people not to have or allow themselves to have the wool pulled over their eyes. He talked about the September jobs report, which was released in early October, And it was so universally dismal that it managed to convince the majority of investors the Federal Reserve would not raise interest rates in 2015. But we know that that's not the case because 
as we uh, do this show today, I just mentioned to you, they think that interest rates are probably going to be rising in December. And since it's widely believed that gold rallies when interest rates stay below the rate of inflation, it is not surprising that in the two weeks following the release of the report, gold rallied from a multi-year low of around, uh, I guess it was about 1115 around September 30th to about 1185 on October 14th, which was just under a 6.5% gain. But as the article says, sentiment didn't last. A number of pro-rate hike statements from Fed officials, a supposedly hawkish statement from the Fed's October meeting, and a better-than-expected October jobs report released in early November convinced the vast majority of investors and economists that a December rate hike was firmly back in play. This sent gold right back down, hitting a multi-year lows of 1,075, a decline of over 9% in just two weeks. Mm. Now, we are coming off of a very significant situation, John. As you well know, the world media has reported it at large. This is a very tragic couple of weeks that we've been through with this terrorist attack in Paris. And it did uh, have an impact on markets. Locally, we saw that it spurred a rush of gold buying on Monday of this past week, showing that investors are still very quick to turn to gold during times of uncertainty. But it wasn't enough. It didn't hold the price, and it didn't certainly push it back up towards 1200 which is a price I'd like to personally see. If we get that 25 uh, basis point hike in December, Many analysts are going to tell you headline-wise, it could be the nail in the coffin, sending the metal down to who knows where. But we're going to spend this show talking a little bit about information that we know uh, to be the case, uh, you know, with respect to what's happening behind the scenes. And a lot of that relates to what we must let you know is what we would consider historical Uh, new historical norms for the gold and silver market. One of those is the demand we see physically, which we've talked about ad nausea, it seems, sometimes on the Real Money Show here. But if you're watching these markets at large, you'll note that there is a significant, and I mean super significant, uh, spike over the last year, two years. We're now back to 2010 demand levels prior to seeing the price of gold rally to 1900 uh, over 1900 and the price of silver to over $49 an ounce in coin demand. So this is telling us that despite the lower price, the back end sentiment that it, you know represents basically the baseline hardcore buying public and investors at large around the world are seeing this as a significant opportunity to load the boat on physical gold, silver, platinum and palladium. All of those prices have weakened, yet the demand from a coin perspective has risen. We can add to that by telling you that at Guildhall, we continue to have uh, some delay in acquiring product. Now, most of that stems from the fact that in fabricating product, there are only so many fabricators around the world. There are only so many mints around the world. And that means that the demand has been level. It's been hard to satisfy, and in fact, there's been continued rationing at all of the world mints. The U.S. mint is one of the most notable, and we are going to see what I think by the end of December will be the uh, most historic year for gold coin and silver coin uh, demand the world has ever witnessed. So this is a special moment in time. One eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Shouldn't you just be buying monthly anyway? You know, cost averaging, as Paul likes to say, just just keep it up, and you know, ten years from now, then look at it when you've made your money, right? Well, that's the fastest growing segment of our population of investors, John. It's people that come to us and say, "Hey, 
how can I make it so that I can create an atmosphere and of investment with your firm that's you know similar to what I would make in terms of uh, my monthly contributions to RSPs right. or to uh, my different funds that I own outside of RSPs? And it's very simple. The the ability to do this has uh, become very easy in. 2015, we have uh, authorized debit agreement forms that any uh, client could fill out and they could purchase at a whim and have those funds just debited directly from their bank account. And this is a growing thing that's happening. And these are monthly deposits. These are, you know, quarterly deposits that people are making. It's really up to the buyer. And they can also sit with some cash in the bank if they like, you know, it'd be non-interest bearing, but they can be prepared, you know, putting 50, 100, 5,000, 10,000 aside every month to make a purchase as the price proceeds to get better. And the other part of the business, which is growing dramatically right now, is the contribution side, which people are getting RSPs of any sort, whether it's an RRSP, a RIF, a Liras, a TFSA accounts, then the list goes on and on. RESPs, which is a big right. one right now, especially with the Christmas rush. This is another huge segment of Guildhall's business, which is growing dramatically. And uh, this is a leaps and bounds effort that the firm has had to make. We've had a number of seminars, which our listeners have either attended or know of. And of course, we've had a tremendous amount of success in getting people to understand not only fundamentally do you want to own it here, but there are vehicles which will give you additional bonus, shall we say, uh, in protection like the RSP or TFSA. So that can be done through Guildhall. We have a great partner that helps us with that. And uh, I urge people to call and certainly get more familiar with that. It's a very simple thing. You can go to the website also, fill out the form and request more information on that. And as far as getting something in there, accounts can start very small. You could start with a few thousand dollars uh, in, in either silver or gold or a combination of both and sky's the limits. I mean, this week the range was from blue collar, white collar, moms, dads. We had a grandpa starting an RESP mm-hmm. for a grandson. And uh, of course, investors ranged anywhere from around four or $5,000 of input right up to investors this week that were spending, you know, uh, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, putting together gold or silver uh, TFSAs. And so that's an interesting week. And it tells you that there's a broad cross range of people that are coming into precious metals right now. And again, they're seeing what we're seeing, John. They're hearing the headlines and and they're looking for the truth behind that. And we're going to spend more time in the second segment. But again, I have an article right here from uh, Coin Update, November 16th. It's called Silver Eagle Bullion Allocation Lower After Last Week's Sellout. And it says, after several weeks of providing more American Eagle Silver Bullion Coins, than the market could absorb. The U.S. Mint saw its total allocation of 1.1 million ounces scooped up by authorized buyers last week. That number included uh, 107,500 ounces left over from the previous week and this week's available allocation, which uh, will get uh, no such boost from prior unsold inventory. So this week, the Mint authorized purchasers will have to make do with less than that 1.1 million, down to 900,000 ounces, the lowest allocation since September. And they are limiting sales primarily on American Eagle one ounce silver bullion coins, which we have in stock. We have a great deal right now, $16.50 US per coin. And uh, you can take up to 500 at a time. And that's available to the buying public. We've pushed that out there and had great success with that. And of course, uh, there are other mints that will be reporting, continuing to report. 
Now, as we come to the last portion of this first segment here, I want to let people know when we come back, we're going to talk about an incredible thing that's happening right now. For those of you that have ever heard of the company called Overstock.com, yeah. I'm going to talk a little bit about why this is an amazing article, but needless to say, guess what they own? They own gold and silver, and I'm going to tell you how much they owe, and it's stored and hidden in Utah when we come back. And that number to get started is one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Reminder, when you purchase a diamond, uh, go to Guildhall Diamonds as well to see this collection ahead of time. You purchase a diamond of $25,000 or more, you will be given a free set of diamond studs, compliments of Guildhall Diamonds. We'll take a short break. Lots more of The Real Money Show coming up. Talk Radio, AM 640. And back with more of The Real Money Show. You want to get uh, the phone call happening, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. And if you're over on the diamond side, Guildhall Diamonds, you purchase a diamond worth $25,000 or more, you'll get a free set of diamond studs, compliments of Guildhall Diamonds. Again, guildhalldiamonds.com for lots more details than that. Overstock.com is where we left off. Darren, details. We did, and it's one of those things that's a side effect of finding out more about the gold and silver industry, but if everything's so rosy, and we're going to talk a little more about that, why on earth would a company like Overstock.com have $10 million in gold and silver hidden somewhere in Utah? But it's true. The online retailer is told the public now that they are hoarding gold and food to keep their employees paid and fed if the financial system collapses. Now, Overstock, if you don't know, they're best known for selling discount merchandise online, but the company has basically got another trick up their sleeve, and they're holding somewhere in Utah in a holding facility that's unknown to the public, $10 million in gold, silver, and food product for just an emergency such as the one we've discussed could happen. Now, I'm not a firm believer in it, and most of the people we talk with aren't firm believer in it. But again, this just goes to show you that we're not the only ones who think like this. It's not just the individual. Here is a public company that is actually thinking about this. They're out there in the public. They have a huge brand, a huge presence, a huge foothold, and they have $10 million worth of gold and silver just sitting there. They should look at natural fancy colored diamonds. I think they should. That would be a good idea. And if they bought one before December 31st, they'd get a diamond. They could get a whole studs. lot of studs. That's right. Yeah. I think there's a lot of fruitcakes in the States, uh, more than uh, there is in Canada. But they're a little nutty out there. In the middle of Utah, $10 million worth of food, gas masks, and gold and silver. Well, we know that there's a depository in Utah. Of course. But if you look at the, you know, if you look at the economy and let's look at the U.S. today as we're recording the show on Thursday, jobless claims uh, dropped 5,000. But it's still at 271,000 people are on unemployment. Once after, you know, I think it's 99 weeks in the States, once you fall off that you're not looking for a job anymore, then you go into welfare. And that is even higher. And then the food stamps. Let's talk about food stamps. There's a good thing. One in six people, how many people are on food stamps in the States? More than there is population in Canada. So 47.5 million are on food stamps. Men, women, and children. And who distributes the food stamps? Well, this is where you want to start thinking about Government, where and do it, it go through. J.P. Morgan? J.P. Morgan. That's, that's, I mean. That's interesting. Isn't seriously? It? If, you're, if you're looking to pick a stock, I mean, that, that might be where you go. That and... McDonald's. If anybody wants to know more about that situation, I highly... Or you could just go to Mad Money. Yeah, you go to Mad you Money. Just, you like, can, watch you can Mad Money and figure out Prince. how to invest. Nomi Prince. We've had her here on the show. She's a fantastic author. She's a former banker, and she will tell you plenty about the connections between the banking institutions and the various people who run 
wow. parts of the government. So it's is, a, is that Mr. Salinti's favorite bankism? Yes. No capitalism, no communism, no prostitutes and bankism. That's right. Anyway, I look at these figures, and it, to me, it's and I look at the economy, and uh, we were just having lunch with um, our rep that looks after our chorus radio account. And uh, he just said to us, you know, Bell has just laid off a couple of hundred people in the same media business. Doesn't it tell you things are really not that good out there? I feel like I'm in a poker game um, in the markets, and I've been told it's a crooked game. And my answer is I'll get up when I break level. I'm never going to break level if it's a crooked game. And this is what we're in. We're in a crooked game. The stock market is being bolstered. Interest rates are zero. We've got this thing. The the Fed has been messing around for is it like eighty six weeks since they've been eighty six months since they've raised the interest rates. It's a joke. Everybody knows that it, the interest rates will have to go up a quarter of a percent, maybe not even a quarter percent, maybe fifteen basis points, just to keep everybody happy. It's a one stop, and nothing's going to happen for another year. We were talking about Ponzi schemes. It feels like a Ponzi scheme. You know, the only place you can, if you've got money. Where can you put it? You can put it in the bank, and you're going to get, maybe if you get a GIC, you, you got a half a million, a million dollars, you maybe get just under 1% for your money. Inflation's got to be, according to the government, 2%, maybe closer to 6 or 7 So you're minus 4 or 5% if you put it in a bank. You can put it in real estate, and real estate's done exceptionally well. You can put it into the stock market. Now, somebody said the other day one of the, on one of these uh, business shows, why would you put money in gold and silver when you can get a dividend of 35 4% on your stock? Well, it looks like the stock market, if there's a correction, you're going to lose a 30%, 40% correction. We've had it in the gold and silver market. We've had our 40 and 50 and 60% correction. We're at the bottom. They can't take much more away from us than they've already taken. You look at the oil business. They've done their, their worst, their best to bring that down to $40 a barrel. You know, two years ago, a year ago, Russia invaded uh, Ukraine and Crimea you know, Putin was not just tapped on the wrist. He was smashed on the wrist. They almost ruined their economy. Now the U.S. wants to be their best friend, and will you go after ISIS? That's another another story. But if you look at where we are in the economy, gold, silver, oil, all the commodities have been smashed down, yet the stock market has risen to all-time highs. You look at real estate, real estate money has been very cheap to put into real estate. Every bubble everything nothing goes up like a rocket ship everything that goes up has to come down and when there's a correction it's severe last one in first one to get hurt and there's going to be a correction coming in the stock market it could be 20 30 40 percent when it does happen if you look at the u.s economy and we talk about the u.s economy on this show because it affects us in canada since obama's been in power which is you know seven years the debt has gone from $6 trillion to $18 trillion. Now, he's doubled up in seven years what it took 170, 180 years to go to get to that amount. He's done it in seven years. How do you pay back $18 trillion? Never mind the other debt that's out there, Social Security and Medicare, which is about another $180 trillion. Does anybody know what a trillion dollars even looks like? If you were born in biblical times, Jesus times, and you spent a million dollars a day, 
you wouldn't go through a trillion dollars. If you took a football field, a U.S.-Canadian football field, 100 yards, took a pallet, loaded it up with $100 bills, two pallets higher, filled that football field up, put a, the, the White House on one end and put a 747 jet on the side, that's a trillion dollars. $18 trillion is an awful lot of money. How do you pay $18 trillion off in debt? You have a war or you devalue. You, you actually steal the money from the public. And that's what you do by depreciation. If you look at all the currencies around the world today, you know, if you look at silver, silver's trading at $14 and change, gold's just under $1,100. But if you take it in foreign currencies, whether it's in yen, whether it's in euro, whether it's in pounds, all these currencies have been beat up between 15 to 35% over the last year. So the US dollar is strong. How long can that keep up? This is an unbelievable time to buy gold and silver. We've been built we've been beaten up 50-60% in in silver, gold, you know, another 40%. It can't go any lower. It cost of production is is what they're selling it for. It's a great time to buy gold, silver. Whether you buy at Guildhall, if you want to open up a TFSA and RSP, that's available to you where you can actually put gold and silver in it. We do this through Questrade. That's our partner in this business. If you want to own physical and you want to buy it, you can buy it directly from Guildhall. You can go to our e-store, you can buy, you can pick up whether you want to buy a 10-ounce bar or you want to buy 100-ounce bars or you want to buy thousands of ounces. You can buy gold or silver through the e-store. If you want to, if you don't want to take delivery of the product and every product that we sell is deliverable within 28 days minimum or maximum, I should say, that you can have your product, but through the e-store it's available to you when you want to pick it up you can also put it into the depository which is safe secure allocated segregated and we give you bar numbers nobody can give you the bar numbers nobody can give you the service that we can give you at guildhall one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com question for you darren crash 2008 the first asset to recover what was it precious metals gold and silver were the fastest two to recover absolutely the stock markets took you know better part of the next decade to recover and, and are still doing so and have you know, more recently in the last 36 months have reached above what their highs were back in 2008 but gold and silver recovered the fastest and um, there's no two ways about it that was just a situation that developed and it it happened over time and we saw it coming we talked about it at the show before it happened we told people to be careful with their money as we've done before but um, you know, this is the bottom line, and what Paul is talking about is an extremely important message because the Republicans who now control Congress quietly passed a budget that completely suspends their self-imposed borrowing limit in the U.S. They didn't just raise it by a few hundred billion; they removed the cap entirely for two full years. And many expected that Republicans would oppose the increases, but they joined in with the full charge. And Congress, you know, if people don't know the history of money, Congress has raised the debt ceiling 74 times since 1962. And when faced with the choice to tighten their belt or spend more, 100% of the time they've chosen to spend more. How long that can happen, I don't know. But it all adds up to the U.S. dollar imploding. And that, my friends, is the most difficult thing to face as an investor, as somebody who watches the economy, and somebody who owns gold and silver. I don't want our world to fall apart, but the fact is that I have insurance if it does. And in the meantime, hey, there's nothing wrong with owning gold and silver for so many reasons. So let's let's put that into some context. In uh, the 60s, the U.S. is paying for the Vietnam War. They got to print a ton of money. 
right? So they raise the debt ceiling to help afford that. By the time the early 70s come around, the debts that they owe, which remember their money's tied to gold at that point, they don't have enough gold to match the amount of money they've created. And people are asking for their for their gold because now all of a sudden gold is cheap compared to the debts. So what do they do? They close that window. They make gold float. They continue to print money. And gold, as the canary in the coal mine, over a course of 10 years, goes from essentially $35 an ounce to after the collapse of the high goes to $350 an ounce. So from 35 to 350 forget that it hit 850 which was a maximum purchasing power. Remember, at that point, the U.S. dollar is no longer on a gold standard. They can print as much money as they want. By the time Bush comes into power, they stop telling you how much money they're actually printing. <laughs> All you really know is how, how big the debts are growing. So what we have currently occurring right now is they're trying to defend that dollar, this idea of a strong, quote-unquote, strong dollar policy, which is uh, an empty dollar policy is what it actually is. And so how long can the Ponzi scheme go? If you knew that Bernie Madoff was a Ponzi, would you invest in it? As Paul was talking about a crooked card game. You know that fiat currencies is a big Ponzi scheme. How much longer can that go on for? doesn't matter where the price of gold is. You want to own something that has no counterparty risk, whereas every fiat currency, wouldn't you agree, Darren, has counterparty risk? Every one of them. There's no two ways about it. And I'll tell you what I love about gold and silver. Cannot be printed like money. When we come back, John, I want to go to Color Diamonds. We always do in the third segment. In the fourth segment, please stay tuned because we're going to talk about what it costs right now to pull an ounce of silver out of the ground on average and why, if the economy is so good in the U.S., are hedge funds, energy companies, and large retailers imploding? One other thing before you, we close off. I'm going to stretch it just for a minute. Um, when we get back to silver, and we were talking about solar power, and I don't know whether you brought it up um, last week on the show because uh, I wasn't here, but silver is being used in solar power. It's such an unbelievable amount, and they're creating more and more solar power, which is going to take silver out you know, just crazy prices. It's going to go up like crazy for the simple reason they're coming up with some story that say they can use aluminum. Aluminum you can't put into solar power. It doesn't hold the heat. It doesn't retain it. Um, and therefore, you've got to go to silver. And we've got an article um, somewhere. I'm going to bring it up if anybody's interested. Is what how much silver is being used in solar power? Um, and how over the next five years it's going to actually eat up all the inventories that are out there in silver. Just an interesting thing that I came up with. One eight seven seven eight silvergildhallwealthcom is the website. Since you mentioned, or at least you touched on diamonds, where we'll go in our next segment. Uh, Darren, now until the end of the year, $25,000 diamond purchase through Guildhall Diamonds. You will receive a set of diamond studs, compliments of Guildhall. Lots more of The Real Money Show coming up. Talk radio, AM 640. Back with more of The Real Money Show, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhalldiamonds.com. You spend $25,000 or more on a diamond with Guildhall, you will receive a free set of diamond studs, compliments of Guildhall. We talked about that at the uh, top of the show didn't we, Darren? It's a good deal. Paul, what's going on? It's an unbelievable deal, and we've been, we've been very, very successful offering it. We always normally do it around about holiday time. It's a further incentive. Uh, the studs, uh, you know, retail level are about seven $8,000. Uh, I bought uh, 
a, a series actually. I bought a package of uh, one carat, half carat diamonds, which we put into earrings. They're gorgeous diamonds. They're all uh, F and G, uh, VS quality, and uh, they make stunning, stunning sets. And uh, anybody that buys a color diamond at twenty five thousand dollars, this is just a bonus that you're getting, and it will make some lady very, very happy. We were looking at uh, this week and last week some prices that colored diamonds were fetching at auction. And what comes up is that if someone is paying $48 million for a blue diamond, as an example, and I'm sitting at home or the customer's sitting at home, client sitting at home, and saying, well, what difference does that make to me? You know, I don't have $48 million. It's not going to you know, change my lifestyle. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. But it gives us the opportunity to to realize that these diamonds that are that are going into auction are fetching phenomenal prices. Whether they've been held in families for twenty, thirty years, maybe fifty years, um, it was the best kept secret of the wealthy uh, and royalty. They bought the stones, whether they were ten carat, twenty carat, thirty carat stones and put them into jewelry or kept them as separate pieces, every stone is that goes into auction is a magnificent, magnificent stone. It's normally an internally flawless. For people listening out there that don't know what internally flawless means, it means there is no inclusions within that diamond, so it's flawless. Or they're VVS quality. Now, normally when you see a pink or a blue and it comes out in at a internally flawless, it is so rare um, that that's what puts the value. So when you see a diamond, as for example, last week a diamond sold for almost $4 million a carat, $48 million, that's an incredible price. And this reflects on the diamonds that we sell. We can't go out and sell to our customers 50 million. We can, but not everybody's got $50 million tucked away to buy a diamond. So we take the same diamond, but instead of selling a 10 or 12 carat, we come in at a 1 carat or a 2 carat, which makes it affordable, but one of the best investments that you can make. From the Natural Fancy Colored Research Foundation, as an example, pinks over the last 10 years, and this is taken from uh, auctions, this is taken from wholesalers, this is taken from retail, this is taken from quality stones. I'm not talking about SI1, SI2, little 15, 18 pointers. I'm talking about stones that are a quarter of a carat and above, VS quality, going up to 10, 12, 15 carat stones, have gone up an average of 361% in 10 years. That's a 36% return a year. That's what pinks are doing right now. Vivid yellows are increasing 25, 30, 35% the same way. They're so hard to find vivid yellows of internally flawless quality, it's become a hardship. I want to just talk about the pinks for a moment because a, a 0.25 or a quarter carat pink or in, in anywhere between that quarter carat up to half carat, Three, four years ago, you would have been paying in the low 20000 Canadian for it, and today you're paying in the mid to high 30s for the same diamond. We're talking about, again, a 0.25 pink, intense VS quality. 
So you can see in the last three years, or at least we can see, and we're more than happy to show anyone at a diamond discovery session these type of numbers, you can see how much uh, even a small pink diamond has gone up. But what's also interesting when you're, when you're sh- showing pricing and price increases to customers is the difference in price as well between a 0.25 to something that's over half a carat in a pink. I'm not talking over a carat. But to be able to buy a pink diamond in the, let's say, high 30s, once you jump over a half carat, 0.50, you're now looking at a diamond that's over $100,000. And that's a diamond that, again, is less than 0.75. It's just over half a carat. So what's really interesting and something that anyone who's looking at natural fancy colored diamonds or diamonds in general is that little things can make big, big differences. You know, a one-carat fancy yellow, and that can help Paul go into yellows here a little bit, might cost shy of 15000 But the same internally flawless, good proportion, similar cut diamond, if we move up in color to an intense, from a fancy to an intense, you're now looking into the mid-20s, 25000 plus. And if we move into a stronger color, like a, like a vivid, more saturated, same thing. One carat, internally flawless, good proportions, similar type of cut. You're now looking at a diamond that's over $45,000. And so you start to realize very quickly that in natural fancy color diamonds, you're buying color. Color, color, color is the most important. And in fact, we just brought in, we have some, some new fancy yellows coming up onto the website and the color on these are absolutely gorgeous. And, and you'll see a couple of them coming this week. You won't get diamond studs if you do buy the, the fancies because they're Unless under you buy 20. Two fancies. Unless you buy two well, fancies. Yeah, good call. There you go. But again, it, when you get into an intense, I mean, I like intense diamonds and I like vivid. When I buy, you know, natural fancy color diamonds on a color scale, um, the GIA, which is the Gemology Institute of America, they don't grade on a, a 1 to 10 scale, but I tend to. So if I look at a diamond and I say, you know, this intense is a 9 or a 10, they, a GIA, they may look at that diamond and say, you know, that's a vivid 1 to 10. Like on a, on a lower scale, it's a vivid. Though, I, though it's classified as an intense, I'm looking at the high color saturation. So when I buy a fancy, um, that fancy looks like an intense. When I buy an intense, it looks like a vivid. It's all about the color first. The second thing that we look at is, you know, the the clarity and also the cut um, and the caraway. As Jeremy was saying, you know, a quarter carat pink, you know, goes for $30,000. A half carat in purposely pink an argyle can be, you know, $150,000 for the simple reason you have to look at the argyle mine as an example in Western Australia. They produce 90% of the world's pinks, yet it's only one-tenth of 1% of their production. They produce lots of, you know, diamonds that are brown, white for industrial purposes. But when you get into the pinks, they've got to go deeper and deeper today that mine that pit is closing in around about 2018 and the diamonds that are pulling out of that pit right now they have to go deeper and deeper and the stones are smaller and smaller initially it was like grabbing uh, that low hanging fruit uh, when they first opened that mine the bigger stones were on top it was easier to get to it, it's awfully costly to bring those stones out 
we buy every stone in U.S. dollars. And what's happened as well, with the dollar being around about 133, you know, $100,000 stone becomes $133,000. The way the Canadian currency is going at the moment, it could easily reach $1.50, $1.62. So if you bought a diamond last year, you know, for $50,000, that stone has already gone up. 30-odd percent to 65,000 without even an increase in the value of the diamond. So this is an unbelievable investment. It's a hard asset that's going to, if you're looking to retire or you're looking to put your kids through university, what a great way to put something aside for 5, 10, 15 years. We will help you with the sale of that diamond when the timing is right. one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhalldiamonds.com. Darren. What I'm watching when I look at diamonds the world over is what are the markets doing in terms of supply and demand? And we know from demand perspective in our own firm alone is the test that the demand is rising dramatically. We've gone from a couple of investors, uh, purchasers per year when we first started, the idea, the concept. We've gone to dozens and dozens and dozens of investors coming in every year to buy colored diamonds. And on the supply side, we've gone from what conceivably in the first few years we did this was uh, a supply of diamonds, which was fairly plentiful, but the grade of diamond that we have at the firm was not, to a supply in 2015, which is almost uh, unattainable. We cannot find the quality that we're used to getting in larger numbers, maybe two or three good stones per month is now dwindling down to a couple of really, really fascinating stones uh, every quarter. And we're adding diamonds here and there where we can. Paul's had to get creative with where he travels, the people he um, finds that are in the business. We've had to uh, find better suppliers, bigger suppliers. We have to go to more shows and more places in the world. Both Paul and Jeremy have been to Asia. And all of this comes down to a very important point. If you want to, as an investor, make an educated purchase on something that we believe is going to turn a profit year after year after year after year. Some may be different, some may be more, some may be less. Color diamonds is the way to go. Almost at least once a week, maybe once every couple of weeks, we get someone contacting us who's purchased a diamond from somewhere else. And there's always a lot of promises that they've been given. Um, the diamonds are never near the quality that Guildhall has. They must have got excited at some point, got involved, and then did their research after the fact. We've all done that. It is very important at Guildhall that we educate the client right out of the gate for as long as it takes for them to understand that this is a hard asset. It's an alternative hard asset. The, we have to teach you what the four C's are so that you can see this quality, so you can understand the quality that Guildhall has. And the transparency goes even further so that we can show and understand that all of the diamonds that Guildhall has is already owned by Guildhall. We already invested in those diamonds. And it, it goes on and on. We want you to really feel comfortable with the, the purchase that you're making, that it's something that you're really going to want to hold on to for five well, more than five, I would say 10, 15 years plus, in order to really get amazing returns. Yep. We see we see the gains every year, but it multiplies down the road. The, the massive gains come 
at the 10 year mark if you can hold on that long if you've invested let's say somewhere between 25 to 75,000 the larger the diamond the less the, the more invested um then the less time you would need in that market. So, and you know, of course, money makes money. I'm always amazed at people that come back to us where they've purchased a diamond with from a company, and the company's told them they're going to make thirty percent in three months for fifteen hundred dollars, and they're buying something that's so, so so minute and such inferior quality that they fall for the story. Because what they're going to be doing is they take in a stone for fifteen hundred dollars. Someone's going to call them up and say, "I'll give you seventeen fifty, eighteen hundred, two thousand for that stone." But I've got this stone for fifteen thousand that's worth fifteen hundred dollars, and they get suckered in, and this is what happens. It's no good for the industry. That's why we belong to the NCDIA. That's the National Colored Diamond Association. We belong to the uh, Fancy Colored Research Foundation. These are foundations and agencies that govern the selling of natural fancy colored diamonds. We go out of our way to give the best quality, show the best quality, and maintain this quality so that the clients that invest make money, that they don't get caught in schemes and scams. And it's important that when you buy a natural fancy colored diamond, you get a, a GIA, which is a Gemology Institute of America. That's the certification of the stone. We give an independent appraisal. We give you a, a certain amount of time money-back guarantee, We've been in business a long time. We back up our product. We only sell the best product. Every product that's on our website, we own. There's no bait and switch. one eight seven seven eight silver online to Guildhall Diamonds, Darren. Well, I was just going to say, we're about to break, yeah. and when we do come back, we're going to talk. Price to pull silver out of the ground right now as we're taping the show and why it is that so many hedge funds, energy companies, and large retailers are currently imploding when they're telling us the economy is doing great. We'll wrap up the diamond segment uh, this week with a special. That is, you spend 25000 or more on a uh, diamond with Guildhall, you will get a free set of diamond studs, compliments of Guildhall Diamonds. Again, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhalldiamonds.com. The Real Money Show, Talk Radio, AM640. And back in with more of The Real Money Show, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Uh, just another uh, recap with diamonds. You spend $25,000 or more on a diamond with Guildhall. Get a free set of diamond studs. Compliments of the company. Uh, Darren, you talked about pulling silver out of the ground before we took a break. Give me some details on that. Well, it's important because when we talk about supply and demand, there goes a bottle falling over there, that sound effect. But when we talk about supply and demand, it's the fourth in uh, our row of fundamental components to why we're investing in gold and silver. Along with the U.S. dollar and the threat of inflation and geopolitics, supply and demand is probably the most important fundamental we can discuss. I read recently that there is a growing portion of the industry which is convinced that it costs very little because of a barrel of oil having come down so far to pull these assets out of the ground. And the truth could is you know so far from there. And I'll tell you why. I read this week, and this is somebody that I trust, that I personally read on a weekly basis, Steve St. Angelo with the SRS Rocco Report. He estimated that the average break-even cost for the 12 largest primary silver producers is $17.16 an ounce. And that was in the first quarter of this year because he has all the data. Since then, the cost of oil has fallen slightly, but the revenues silver miners are getting from sales of base metals and gold as byproducts are also declining. The all-in cost of producing an ounce of silver is likely higher than 1750 at this point in time, yet the spot price of silver, as we're taping this show right now, is trading at roughly 
$14.25. So how does somebody exist in that environment, John, and still call themselves a producer if what they're producing is losing money? They don't which is why you're going to see the end of this year and the last quarter, numerous reports come across the table as to why production is falling and why we can't meet the demand. We already know allocation is happening across the world in all the mints. We know the paper price is suppressed. It's far, far less on paper than it should be. We should have a price right now in silver closer to $30 an ounce based on what is a fair profitability on these 12 major miners. Now, that being said, Jeremy's going to charm in here too, but it leads us to the next point, and we'll go there in a second. Okay. Well, I did want to jump in. We did discuss this with David Morgan. Um, you know, oil prices being down can help the price a little bit, but let's be honest, uh, the the whole commodity sector has been, has been uh, beaten up, as Paul would say, pretty hard. But what's also interesting, uh, just in looking at the price, and we know that, that things are, are, are really low right now, which is, which is an advantage, I want to add two things to this. One is the currencies. People don't appreciate or haven't looked at what gold and silver have done in the last year, even with the last few weeks pullback in prices, with the fact that the Canadian dollar has dropped, with the fact that low prices has created higher premiums on the market. You add two things, higher premiums, lower currencies, and you get higher prices. doesn't matter that gold or silver are down in the last couple of weeks. They are more expensive to buy today than they were a year ago not even considering the mining situation right now. So you have to understand why you're buying it. It's a hedge against currency devaluations, which every currency around the globe is doing right now, because you can't add debts forever without lowering the value of your currency, because you're going to have to pay back those debts somehow. And by the way, you, the listener right now, is going to pay back those debts in in taxes, and the government's going to come after you with inflation. No one's going to confiscate any gold. They've already confiscated your wealth by inflation. Let's just settle that right now, (laughs) okay? Now, the other thing I've noticed in the last uh, three weeks with this pullback in precious metals is that there has been uh, a conscious effort somewhere out there to to try to put out articles to try to make it look like the precious metals um, should be falling in prices. For example... China found some gold in deep in the ocean, something like 700 tons, which we know no one in the world besides China is going to keep that gold. So it has no effect on gold prices. Glencore is selling to Silver Wheaton at 20 cents on the dollar for silver. Well, there's only so much they're going to be able to sell at that point, and it's not going to help Silver Wheaton's bottom line. And then they came up with, and Paul was talking about this, this concept that they can replace aluminum in, in solar power. You know what? I call boulder dash on that because if you can turn tin into silver and water into wine, then you're probably able to walk on water at the same time too. You know, it's just, it's a whole bunch of BS. But yet these type of articles come out to try to scare people and then they're probably going to pull out, um, you know, that other guy who says gold can go down to $200 an ounce. Well, <laughs> it's, you yeah. know, it's it, all of it's a complete farce. The fact is, is the reason you're buying gold and silver is because there's no counterparty risk. Because if you look at what you're getting in your savings account, you're getting less than 1%. Okay, it's going to cost you 1.25. You're not going to get a dividend on gold and silver. You're also, it also can't go much lower than here either. And it's only going to cost you six and a quarter percent to store it for the next five years. If you don't think that silver can go up by 100% in five years, and it might take four years and 10 months before it makes that jump, just to prepare everyone. It could. Who knows? We're in unprecedented territory. 
But the fact remains that in the next five years, silver has the ability to not only go to $32 an ounce, but to go to $50, $100. You know, when you do the math and look at the ratios of debt to gold and silver, we could be in the $400 range just based on how much debt is in the world and what Mm -hmm. that price should be to match that value. You know, Guildhall, we give you some different options when you want to buy gold and silver. If you want to put your product, gold and silver, into a TFSA or an RSP, it's a registered account. If you put $5,000 in the account, open an account, uh, we um, are, are governed on this by Questrade. They are the custodian of the account, but all the purchasing is done through Guildhall. You open an account, $5,000. We're even going to give you a gram of gold to for every $5,000 that you put in to that account. So whether it's an RSP or a TFSA, every ounce of gold or silver is LBMA approved. It's the top-notch product. You can visit your product. It's allocated to you. We give you your bar numbers. You've tried doing that with any other financial system out there where you buy something and you can go visit it. You know, Darren does a lot of seminars for us, and one of the questions he asks all the time, who owns who owns uh, any type of mutual funds, any type of funds? Do you know what you own? You know, nobody knows what they own. When you own gold and silver, it's in the depository. It's safe, it's secure, it's allocated, segregated. You get the bar numbers. If you want to buy gold and silver, you can buy it direct for immediate delivery through our e-store. Go to Guildhall Wealth, top right-hand corner. Click on you can buy. If you want to use our depository where you're buying over 500 ounces of silver, for example, the weight's about 35 pounds, you don't want to be carrying that. You need to put it in a safe, secure depository, and that's something that we offer. And the last thing we're going to talk about today before we end the show is if the economy is fine, why are so many hedge funds, energy companies, and large retailers imploding? And quickly, this week, in less than 24 hours, both BlackRock announced that their Ascent Fund, uh, which is you know a huge $4.6 billion in asset hedge fund, as well as uh, Achievement Asset Management to the Chicago-based hedge fund, both of them announced they were closing. That doesn't happen in a good, clean environment. Further than that, uh, you've got energy companies that are being blown apart because of the low price of oil. We went below $40 a barrel in uh, West Texas Intermediate this week, and the prognosis is not good in the short-term, medium-term for oil, back down uh, potentially as low as $26 a barrel, which is a terrible thing because it's worth so much more than that. And again, when you're looking at retail numbers, keep watching these sectors. I'm watching and I'm seeing that... uh, Already Best Buy and Walmart talking that these could be very, very tough uh, times, the holiday season this year, and you're going to hear a lot more news about this, and it's all adding up to the same thing. Insure your wealth, insure your wealth, insure your wealth. If you don't have these types of assets, and when the time comes and you need them, you won't be able to get them. As you were talking about people, companies imploding, um, Berkshire Hathaway, Buffett's uh, company, he's not doing as well this year. And there's a guy that really, really knows about the business, about long-term investing. Though at one time this guy used to own silver um, and gold. Who knows what he owns today? But uh, he hasn't had a successful year. Go to our website. Go to Guildhall. Look at the options to own gold and silver, as I said, whether you want to go in an RSP, TFSA, whether you have a lift, uh, all types of different pension plans we can offer you. Um, And as I said, it goes through Quest They're the custodian. We do all the purchasing, and you can buy and sell on a phone call. 
And again, if you spend over 5000 like Paul said, you will get a one-gram uh, Maple Leaf coin included with that as well. And as I've been touting all show, $25,000 purchase of a diamond or more, you'll get a free set of diamond studs courtesy of Guildhall Diamonds. Again, the number is one eight seven seven eight. Silver online to guildhallwealth.com. This has been The Real Money Show, Talk Radio, AM 640.